0: mother's day to everybody out there listening if you're a mom and you're listening thank you uh thank you i want to say a special shout out to my wife and my mom for being moms uh one because i'm her husband so it is what it is and the other one because she birthed me so uh isaiah man go ahead and give your mom your go ahead and give your mom a shout out for mother's day bro
1: hi kelly um (laughs) just just wanted to wish my mom a happy happy mother's day and a speedy recovery she had uh a hip replacement surgery back on Tuesday, the second, or was it Monday? One of those days, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. She had a hip replacement, so I just hope that she has a speedy recovery and she's able to walk and move around. Apparently, the, this hip replacement's all she's been waiting on to kick our ass again. So let's see if that really happens. Hey, I bro. <laughs> hey, bro. I, I was,
0: hey, bro. I'll say. All of them old school people that I know that that have had hip replacements, like Shannon Sharp, Undertaker, and all of them, they said once they wake up from the hip replacement surgery and they don't have that initial pain of like cartilage and bone and whatnot just rubbing together, they said mm-hmm. like they feel a lot better. So hey, she might yeah. surpri- surprise y'all. She might hit y'all with a, a quick little burst, tear that ass yeah. up. Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna test it for sure. I know <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're off the hills just hours away uh, or from the UFC 274 card. Uh, first, we can talk about what we thought of it as a whole. I'll go first. Uh, mm-hmm. This, to me, was probably the worst card from top to uh, bottom that I've seen in a while. There were some, there were some exciting moments and whatnot. Uh, there, was four, there was supposed to be 14 fights. It ended up being 13 fights. Uh, Cowboy had to pull out. This was decision central. Uh, there was, let's yeah. see, Andre Fialo, He he KO'd uh, Cameron Van Camp, Brandon Royval. He subbed Matt Schnell, and then it was like decisions. And then Michael Chandler, which we'll get to later, kicking the absolute shit out of Tony Ferguson's chin. And then the <laughs> followed by probably the worst title fight I've ever seen in my entire life. And then Charles Oliveira so, uh, submitting Justin Gaethje. So I had mm-hmm. super high hopes for this card, even mm-hmm. even before Cowboy pulled, uh, got had to pull out for Food Poisoning. I had high hopes for this card. It did not live up to it. There was a lot of decisions, and I, I never have an issue with decisions, but I felt like there was a lot of fights that were just, people were just holding. They weren't, they weren't, it wasn't decisions because people were just, evenly matched. it i just felt like people were just holding on there were again there was a with the opening fight of the pay-per-view which was randy brown and chaos williams that was the decision and i i love that fight
1: yeah it was so, a really good fight yeah
0: it was just there was there was too many fights that were close to fucking rose nama Yunus and carla esparza for me and i was just like yeah. man
1: i even flipped over and watched canelo lose bro <laughs> Oh <laughs> my goodness! You know that's bad. You know that's bad because I mean I I will say whoever betted on Canelo to to lose, he just got paid a lot of money. Oh yeah, a big amount of money. Nobody thought that he because everybody thinks that Canelo's untouchable. So I mean, if you betted in Vegas, you know, hey shout out to you because uh, you ain't gonna have to worry about bills for a little bit if you if you <laughs> bet if you bet on that happening. Um, I mean, my thoughts on it. I I didn't uh, watch it from top to bottom. I I think I started watching it um when Tracy Cortez beat Melissa Gatto. So I the my that the decision was being announced when I changed it, and then watching Fialo knock out Cameron Van Camp that was a crispy crispy <laughs> hook, just right on the button, knocked the spit out of him. He sat dude. straight down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sat yeah. sat straight down. It, man, it looked like. Fiallo was like, nah, nah. He's, yeah, I knocked yeah, the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. He, to be honest, that probably
0: would have been knockout of the night. But, uh, but yeah, he, he sat straight down. Like I told, I told Elizabeth when we were watching it, I was like, oh my God. He, it looked like he was looking for a chair to sit in and somebody pulled it from under him. He just went straight down.
1: Oh, man, dude. He just, whoop. Yeah, they just pulled the quick one on him, so I started there, and then like you said, there was Holden. Royval got him in the first, you know, pretty early. I Think he took his back, right? Did he take his back? Mm-mm, yeah. he, he guillotined him. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that was the guillotine one, and then I went and got food for the <laughs> uh, Norma Dumart, basically and fight, and then Francisco Trinaldo. And Danny Brown, I mean, and i bad, Danny Roberts was honestly, that was kind of a good fight because they were mm-hmm. throwing caution to the wind. They were swinging, bro. Nobody thought that uh, Trinaldo still had it in him being 41, 42 years old. But I think there was a couple of times that uh, DC and Joe Rogan were like, what is he doing? He has him hurt. Why is he grabbing <laughs> him? Why is he trying to wrestle him? Like they were a little frustrated, which – I feel like to him, he's like, I'm too old to rush people. So he didn't want to do it. So he was like, no, nah, I'm just going to grab him. I just know, he, you know, he almost was tested his power just to know that, like, those big knockdowns or those big moments where he had him hurt, he was just going to settle in. He didn't want to gas himself out. But I don't think that would have been fight of the night. But it was it was a good fight to close out the, uh, the prelims. Mm, One hundred, really – yeah, and then Randy Brown kind of settled in in the second round against Chaos Williams, even though Chaos had him hurt like twice. I just I felt like Randy Brown he probably shouldn't pull that shit on a a more uh, well rounded fighter. Not not knocking uh, Chaos, but all that sidestepping, head movement bullshit was kind of kind of ridiculous to me. Like I felt like he was. Uh, Trying to toy with him and play with him a little too mm-hmm. much, and if you catch somebody that's going to throw that left kick to the body or that left kick to your to your head, whenever you're sitting there ducking and sidestepping, you're going to get knocked out. So, yeah, you could try that against him because it's it, it became more of a boxing match with all that head movement, and you know, Randy Brown is six three, yep, compared to Chaos Williams, you know, so he he was able to kind of you know, touch and go. He, he would throw a couple of counter-strikes and do all that head movement and get the hell out the way. But uh, after that, Mauricio and Ovid St. Pru, that was, you know, another, uh, I'm going to hold you a little bit, you know. you know I'm going to get you to the ground, you know. Ovid St. I think Ovid's tried the Von Flu choke again, or he was trying to get it locked in, wasn't able to get it. Um, So that was another, you know, uh, Shogun's got like one fight left, so I say fuck it, throw him against like Darren John Blahovich. <laughs> yeah, or John. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't really care. You know, just whoever whoever they want to throw him to would be pretty cool. Or well, it, man, make John Jones fight him. I don't. You know, don't matter to me. And then we talked about it right before we started. Chandler and Ferguson. I mean. We talked about it last week. I was like, bro, I'm I'm done with Tony Ferguson. I don't think he's I don't think he's got it anymore. I think he's kind of fallen out of the ranks, you know, his time has passed. And uh, like you said it, I mean and he was impressed with me too, you know, he looked sharp. I think uh, and this is not a knock on Tony Ferguson for, you know, the first round and a half that he was looking sharp. But I feel like anybody and everybody that fights Michael Chandler is gonna get some decent shots in because of how he fights. hmm You know, he'll you know, he's not he's not a defensive fighter at all. He will eat shots to come in there and stand in the pocket and throw with you. So but I give Tony credit, you know, he was he was landed and then the same way that Frankie Edgar got caught. To me was the same way that Tony got caught. Just right down the pipe, front kick, nasty, sit down, good night. Tony, that might be your last your last fight in the UFC, but cause all that shit that you was talking before the fight, you're not giving Dana anything to like make an argument for you to to, to have any like any true shot to fight like you know a top fighter.
0: Mm, especially after that so so Dana this is the weird thing about Tony Ferguson and Dana Tony Ferguson's came out and just been talking reckless about Dana Dana even said in the press conference I don't care what he says about me he was really impressed he he thought the same way that I did that was the Mm -hmm. best Tony Ferguson had looked since he fought uh Cowboy Cerrone in 2019 so the fight before he fought Gaethje that was the best that he had looked he just got He he essentially got soccer kicked in the chin, and yeah, he went out out for a while. It was probably one of the most brutal knockouts that I've legit seen, uh, especially since the Francis Ngannou knocking out um Alistair Overeem because he yeah yeah, it was like that. Uh, I I legit was like this dude is dead because he didn't move. He wasn't like the way he fell. I was like I'm not even joking. I think he may be dead, and (laughs) it. I think Michael Chandler, or not Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson can still compete. It's just, again, he's... Michael Chandler is a hard person to fight because he will come out and he has a game plan and then he gets hit early. And then he just throws that shit out the window and it yeah. just becomes an, an ego fight of, all right, well, I'm just going to keep fighting you or I'm just going to swing and you're going to swing and one of us is going to get hit and we're going to go out. Because if... Yeah. In the first round, he came out and he had a game plan. You could tell. Uh, Ferguson started leg kicking him, body kicking him, and then caught, he dropped him. And he got like Chandler got up and then just started winging him. And he couldn't hit him. Yeah. So then he shot for that takedown. He got him down. And then off his back, uh, Tony Ferguson was throwing elbows, which cut Chandler open. Chandler then started throwing elbows to him that cut him open. And I was yeah. like, this is a. This is a Tony Ferguson fight It's like, that's how Tony Ferguson on his 12 fight win street looked. And then, yeah. Yeah. then he just got kicked into the fucking
1: shadow room. Yeah, man. I I, I don't know, man. I think who, who do you put him up against next?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of those dudes that you could throw him in against somebody and it'll be a fun fight at this point that's what he's like. He's not going to fight for a championship. He's just going to, I mean, unless he just strings together three, three, four wins in a row, but yeah. he's, he's in the Michael Chandler stage of like yeah. fun fights. Who, who can you put him in against? We've ne- we've never seen Dustin fight him. We've never seen Nate Diaz fight him. We've never seen some of those dudes who are looking for just fun fights because uh, they know they're not about to get a, a title fight. We've never seen them yep. fight him. So I think he can do that. Uh, Conor McGregor makes sense. Because him and Connor have been talking shit for five years now, uh, back and forth yeah. on each other. So you, you can give him one of those, but he's not going to fight a – like he's not going to fight a Charles Oliveira or Islam or Benil Darius or any of those guys. He's going to fight oh. probably the back half of the top 10, maybe top 15, something along those lines. Yeah.
1: And then the, the Rose, Carlos as far as the fight, I mean – I think it's crazy because, you know, Carla Esparza has been in the game for a long, long time, and she's, you know, strung together some wins. She's had some bad losses. So I think that division is – it's not the biggest toss-up for skill. It's the biggest toss-up because nobody's – nobody has streamed together a consistent, like, title reign. Nobody has. And I think that's well, that's not necessarily what's bothering me, but I'm just kinda like, What are you I mean, what are you gonna do? Cause you know, Carla, I didn't think Carla was even in title consideration. And then when I saw the fight put together, I was like, What the hell is this? <laughs> and then she comes out and wins. So you're like, What the fuck? Everybody was like, Yo, Rose, she's she's about to be on goat status the Yeah. Decade. I was like, "Uh, "Oh, she was she she was even saying that shit." To
0: quote, to quote Pharaoh, who I haven't talked Mm -hmm. to in a long time, but to quote Pharaoh, everybody gets a title or everybody has a win, and everything becomes, "You're a goat now." It is because she she was saying that, and I was like, "How the how do you figure?" Like you 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 beat uh, Joanna twice. You beat her for the belt. You then defended it. Then you get slammed on your head, and then you go into hiding. Then you come yep. back, you you beat Jessica Andrade, you get, uh, you beat Jessica Andrade. Then you beat Whaley, then you beat Whaley again, and then you fight Carla Esparza. And again, I I've watched UFC since probably like like I've watched UFC a lot since probably 2004 2005 era, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit before then. That was by far the most boring fight. I've ever watched title, maybe even fight, but title fight especially. And I remember watching Anderson Silva and Damian Maya, and Anderson would drop him and then just stand there like, I'm not going to do shit. And Dana freaked out that last night. They six punches in the first round. They didn't engage at all. And then afterwards, uh, Rose, like in her press conference, she was upset saying that she felt like she did enough to win. I'm like Dana and Joe Rogan and DC and everybody. How the fuck do you score that? Yeah. It's, it's like... Carla Spars. I think, took her down three or four times. And yeah. Rose hit her with maybe two good punches
1: in the fight. And that mm-hmm. was it. That was the fight. And the only thing that got Carla her win was what? Her takedowns. Yeah. And control. It, Octagon it, control.
0: It, yeah, because she was pressing... The, this is... This is how you know. So this is a five-round fight, and you had Rose Namajunas landing 38 total strikes, and Carla Esparza landing 30. Then you go to just real quick, you go to the uh, main event, and in a round and a half, you had or just a half the fir- the half of the first round essentially. Charles Oliveira threw 33 total – or landed 33 total strikes, and Justin Gaethje landed 21. But in one fucking round, this yeah. is – this again, this is why that division and the women's uh, – it, it's it's not as popular as the ones with, with like, the bantamweight and the flyweight because Valentina is going to fight you, and Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena, they're going to fucking fight you.
1: So yeah. it's just – it's nuts. I mean, out of the women's division, that might be. I don't think it's the worst one. I just think it's the most inconsistent one because you don't have somebody that's like, you don't have your top tier people to be like, all right, this is going to be a banger. Like, this is going to be a great fight. Because depending on that week in that octagon at that moment, Zhang Wei I didn't think nobody was going to beat Zhang Wei Li. <laughs> I was like bro she's a striker she's fighting she's scrappy and then she gets hit with a head kick then she comes back and absolutely folds up and lets Rose take her down Rose ain't even a wrestler she's a striker and she had octagon control on you it's embarrassing so you think of that and then Joanna, Joanna, like yeah she can throw and she will fight you she'll come out and fight you but like She's got her L's and she's got she's been knocked out. She got beaten to oblivion by Zhang Whaley. So it's just I don't think it's necessarily a frustrating division. I just think it's a division that's like you don't even he, want to watch nobody fighting it. He,
0: this this is how this division feels. And, and to me, it's it's the only division in the UFC that is worse than that is the women's featherweight division. And that's because that division was strictly created for cyborg. And Amanda Nunez, mm-hmm. but all right, here are the champs, bro. Or from for all time. Fuck, mm-hmm. Carla Sparza was the initial champ. She won mm-hmm. it from the Ultimate Fighter. She beat Rose back in 2014, and then she mm-hmm. lost to Joanna Janjacek. Mm-hmm. Then Joanna lost it to Rose. Mm-hmm. Then Jessica Andrade beat Rose. And then right after Jessica Andrade, this is what made June three months after Jessica Andrade beat Rose too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then Wei Li beats Andrade, and then Rose beats Wei Li, and then Asparza beats Rose. So from mm-hmm. st- from top to bottom, you have Carlos had it twice, Rose has had it twice, mm-hmm. Wei Li could potentially have it twice. And who knows? Joanna could have it twice. Jessica Andrade won it and then was like, all right, well, I'm going to fight Valentina. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to move up because, yeah, like no nobody in that division really wants to fight her. So she was like, yeah, I'm out of here. And it's just, like you said, you never know. It's, it's, I, I, I'm fine with the chaos of that division of not having somebody who just stands out in front. I just don't like the fights. Like the – the first way the the way lee fight was dope right yeah the moment of rose beating way lee was dope but their second fight to me was like man
1: yeah it was boring i thought <laughs> when is when is i was like when is going to turn it on like what yeah. is she afraid of yeah and don't get me wrong like rose is she's a taller woman in that division but like you, I mean, it. She looked like she was the best, like grappler, jiu-jitsu artist in the whole fucking division. Because Lee wasn't doing anything. Yep, she looked I, timid. I was, yeah, extremely timid. I'm like, all you gotta do is like, you have the strength that gets. She is stronger than Rose. All you gotta do is take her down. So you want to do it? I was it, well, over it at that point. It's crazy too,
0: because. I don't. It it, to me, it's just it's it's weird because I just don't know who's better than anybody because they all just beat each other, and it's like, and those fights aren't exciting fights. They're not barn burners and stuff. Like again, I don't expect every fight to be a barn burner, but at some point in time, you would think somebody would just prove that they are are better and not have like, for instance, Rose after the Wei Lee fight the way that she was acting the the persona where she was just like oh like nose in the air and was just like yeah uh i blah 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 and it was just like i dominated that no you actually didn't dominate that fight and then last night after like after the fight ended uh carla got up and went to shake her hand and she was kind of like shrugged it off and then she took her mouthpiece out and was like yeah fuck y'all i'm the shit i'm the shit and you lost And then you start, (laughs) but I don't know what, well, I mean, what am I supposed to do? And this is a prime segue to this as essentially what the UFC judges are saying is if you're the champion and you don't do anything and you're just trying to play distance, so you don't get hit, you can't get taken down or anything, but you don't do anything, we're not going to judge it in your favor for you to, for you to win. You at least have to be Izzy control distance, leg, kick them, not get hit and not getting taken down
1: which i think is crazy because that's the only bright spot for carla if you look at the the strike numbers yeah she had she was 11 of 14 for her leg kicks yeah so she beat you purely off of leg kicks <laughs> yeah which is essentially a game plan thing this is that's all it was and it froze didn't do anything like We've we watched Rose throw hands before, so like at that point, you're like, yeah, no, it was it was yours to lose, and you lost it.
0: I I immediately thought of, um, what the fuck, uh, Yoel Romero, his little promo uh, after uh, after he fought Adesanya.
1: I've had to watch out. <laughs> he didn't lose nothing, and I, that's
0: what I thought after that fight. I was just like, oh my god, I bro, I was I was texting people, and I was like, this is this is by far the worst fight I've seen and I mm-hmm. had pulled up, I was like, I'm going to watch Canelo fight because this ain't this ain't it. This is like, <laughs> it ain't it. I mean, it, it's one of those two to where, like you mentioned with the Canelo fight, if you went to the bank or you went to Vegas or whatever and you dump dumped some money on fucking Carla Sparza, bro, that's, you made some change. You yep. and, yeah, you're and about to
1: get paid out.
0: Another, before moving on to the man event, here's how you know that division is in shambles they asked Dana would do you want to see that fight get ran back and Dana immediately said um i don't think anybody's clamoring for that rematch yeah bro and he, they said well then what's next he said well you know uh joanna and waitley fight next month so it could be the winner of that fight and to me i'm fine with it i honestly don't uh-huh. give a fuck i i honestly hope waitley wins and wins the fucking title back i i i want strictly chaos in that division i want whoever wins the title to have it for one fight and then get starched and then pass the belt on like it's fucking AIDS or HIV with magic.
1: Well, and, and I think one thing that I kind of want to make an argument for is how many women are signed in that division and how many women outside of those top four, five now, how many of those women have had a legitimate like top, like top 10 bout, you know, I don't even know how big that division is as far as, like, I don't fighters. I don't uh, think
0: there's a
1: lot because they keep making them fight each other.
0: Well, man. So, huh?
1: oh, uh, remember
0: when was this fight? The only other person that they could throw in there would be uh, Mariana Rodriguez. Remember she fought Jan uh, Zinonen or whatever, a, yeah. like, a month or two ago. They could throw one of them in there. Uh, Jessica yeah. Andrade is still in the top five, and she hasn't fought straw weight in, I think it's been a while. Yeah. Uh and then the rest of these girls, like, it, it's a, from what I'm looking at right now, they have about 20, I'm in 30s, so about 40 people in that division, and it may be, yeah, it's 40, because uh, Joanna's not in any of the rankings, because she hasn't fought in, like, since the Wei fight, Wei-Li she hasn't Li fought, fight, yeah. yeah, so it's going to extend, um, but it's just, it's weird, it is fucking weird, because... Yeah. None of these – like, it's been the same people. Like, Carlos Bars is now the champ. Who does she fight? And does she pass the belt along like it's 420 and she's got a blunt in her hand? Probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not going to – I don't think she has a reign. I don't think no. she has a title reign. No. I agree. She might She might win one and then lose lose her second one. It, and it, and she's yeah, I think, getting older.
0: Yeah, I think know? it depends who she fights uh, to. Okay. If she fights a lower <coughs> – a lower ranked fighter, she may be able to get one title defense and then she'll fight somebody else and lose it. But if they yeah. initially, if they immediately throw her in with a, to be honest, I think Joanna, Wei Lee, mm-hmm. Mariana Rodriguez, any of them, she may lose. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, very possible. I mean, yeah, yeah that division is probably the, like you said, the just most peculiar one in the UFC.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then, after that, we had the main event, and all week, all week, I went back and forth: Who do I want to win this fight? And it went from uh, seeing the interview of Justin Gaethje saying, "Once a quitter, always a quitter," which is fucking hilarious now that I think about it. But uh, yeah. and then Oliveira, miss- yeah, Oliveira missing weight, and then the controversy of the weight miss or whatever. Which obviously he missed weight. Everybody's going to make in- like a controversy to try to give him the opportunity, the biggest issue with it and why anyone who's saying there's controversy about it and they have to do better, uh, it will never work, is because out of everybody that was fighting, I think he was the only one that missed weight. But whatever, right? Um, But I I went back to Gaethje and then I was just kind of like, man, I just feel like Charles is that guy. And yeah, it... (laughs) It, it's hilarious because all of these fighters keep pointing back to Charles Oliveira when he was a younger fighter of he would just quit. And every single one of them, Justin, Dustin, Ferguson, all of these motherfuckers in there, he makes them quit. He breaks yep. their will. Yeah, like,
1: He's he gotten wanted... them to tap.
0: Yeah, Justin, <laughs> Justin said that he is not as... He's not going to do stuff that... Uh, Khabib did, or like he's not that same style of guy, and he choked you the fuck out. Right. In your home state, yeah. you had your moments, too, and DC broke it down on why he feels that Charles Oliveira is just miles ahead of the game. He said, the one person in the division that can grapple with him, Islam Makhachev, can't strike with him. Yep. So, Everybody else, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, all Michael Chandler, all these guys, they hurt him, and then mm. they can't go finish him because all it takes is one miss punch, and you are in a fucking a, a arm triangle or a arm bar or something. So they then let him get back up, and while he lays on the ground, he catches his his breath, he clears the cobwebs, he gets up, and he marches you down. Mm. And bro, I'm. I what well, that's twelve in a row from him. I am yep. on the Charles Oliveira train. I want to see him fight Islam, but I am on the Charles Oliveira train. I let him winning. I was hyped. I was happy. I, it sucked for Justin Gaethje because I do like Justin Gaethje, but yeah, I'm Charles Oliveira is that fucking dude?
1: Well, and, and especially too, man. I, like you said, everybody catches him. They have moments where they're like, oh, shit, man, we might, we might be able to knock this motherfucker out, but you ain't got to go get him. No way, because he'll, he'll suck you in and false. submit you. Yeah, pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll just kind of, my bad, he'll draw you in, and then you can't, once he has, like, any sort of, like, grappling exchange with these other guys, man, he's very technical, he's very unique with it, and he's patient. I mean I think that's the most frustrating thing for Justin Gaethje is you get choked out twice. <laughs> your last two, your last two chances to win a title, you get choked out. Do you need to finally go back to the drawing board and just focus on your grappling and your like your ground defense or anything, bro, because it's to me that would be embarrassing for him as a fighter. As a interim, as a former interim interim champ, your two biggest chances to close it out to finally be the undisputed champ, you get choked the fuck out.
0: I it's, don't know what he's gonna do, man. It's I. Well, I'll get to it in a second. What I want to happen, obviously, I'm not a matchmaker, but uh, yeah. the the crazy thing is, is I think these guys go into the fight and they don't they don't respect Oliveira's hands because they they catch him early, right? Yeah. They drop him, and the only person that went after him on the ground—well, no, Dustin did too. And then he yeah. he ended up reversing Dustin and getting Dustin on the ground. And he beat the hell out of Dustin for a little bit, but um, yeah. Michael Chandler did, Chandler, and that yeah. it's it's hindsight is is a mug. But in hindsight, all these guys don't—they knock him down and they don't go after him because of the fear of being choked out. But then they get yeah. choked out anyways. So yeah. You might as well if you if you drop him and have him stumbled, you might as well fuck it. Like, and yeah. and you don't you don't have you can go down to swing and and hope that he like he's hurt and you can finish him. Like Michael Chandler tried to, he just worked his way back to his feet. But yep. if he if he is hurt, you could finish the fight. If he's not, he's going to try to pull you into his guard and then just stand up. Yep. So every time, man. Yeah.
1: And and when it No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, when do you think that he's finally gonna get his due? When do you think that he's finally gonna be mentioned in, you know, the upper echelon of pound for pound? Yeah. He should be. You know, I mean Kamaru's got some time off. If Oliveira has another title defense before Kamaru comes back. He's the best pound for pound. You know, Izzy's gonna stay active, so Izzy's gonna be up there. But then you can make the argument between Oliveira and Izzy. Well, yes, but no, because the sleeper in there is, is Volk
0: because of his last few fights. He's looked, yeah. he's looked really impressive. It's what what I'll, I'm looking at it right now. What I will say is, whoever the fuck has Francis Ngannou pound for pound over Charles Oliveira is stupid as fuck because yeah. there's no way in hell that Francis Ngannou is better pound for pound than Charles Oliveira. No. Francis has defended his title one time. Charles Oliveira has been an underdog, won the title from Michael Chandler, beat Dustin Poirier, beat Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think that he beat somebody at Uh, But he's, be- he's beaten – he's on a 12-fight win streak, and people are talking about how impressive Gaethje was – or or not Gaethje, but Islam is with, with his 12-fight win streak. And I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. The issue is Islam has – Islam and Khabib have a style. They take you down. Mm-hmm. Oliveira is fighting in any style. He's standing yeah. up, he's off his back, he's taking you down, he's leg kicking, he's he is doing everything at a fucking high level and it's it's nuts.
1: Yeah, I will tell you that cuz I'm I'm looking at it. Okay, so his track record alone, he's fought the best of the best of the most legendary people Probably, like, in his division in the UFC, you know, you have names, Jim Miller, Cowboy, Cub, Frankie, Jeremy Stevens, Max Holloway, Anthony Pettis, Paul Felder, Clay Guida, Jim Miller, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje. Those are his last four fights. Yeah. submission, submission. KO unanimous submission KO KO and then submission 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 submission. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: he he uh has the most finishes in the UFC for a reason. Um he has the most submissions in the UFC for a reason, and it's crazy because like you said, the only person that he didn't finish was Tony Ferguson, and Tony oh. Ferguson's only been finished once, and again, it took fucking uh Justin Tucker from Baltimore kicking a field goal through his fucking shin <laughs> to put him out. <laughs> And yeah. it's like looking at his the last his last loss, Charles Oliveira, was in 2017. He got TKO'd by Paul Felder. And mm-hmm. since then, guillotine, rear naked, rear naked, anaconda, punches, or TKO punches, KO punch, guillotine, unanimous, TKO punches, rear naked, rear naked. And he he's fought like he lost early in his career to Max Holloway. At that point, Max was becoming the Max Holloway we are, and Max like Max hit him in the solar plexus, and he mm-hmm. folded. But, bro, homie is he's legit, and you got to put some respect on his name. Like, I get that we're playing, we're, I get that we we play this, and this is just me being uh, being devil's advocate and stuff because I do I do feel like Kamara, or really, I, I think Izzy should be the, the pound for pound best, uh, and and yeah. I'll I'll explain why. Uh, to me, the reason Izzy should be the pound for pound best is because he's just doing it, and he he fought he fought a, a close fight with a light heavyweight, which is twenty pounds higher heavier, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And kamara's kind of done the same thing. I was talking to KG about it this past week, and I said the reason that I'm like and and Kamara has gotten my respect, but the reason that I'm not as high on Kamara as I am guys like Izzy Oliveira and some of those guys is because Kamara has fought the same people since he's had the title. He beat. Tyron Woodley to get the title. He's fought yeah. Jorge twice. He fought Colby twice, and he fought Gilbert in between. That's it. Yeah. So in that same range, you have Izzy, who's fought Robert Whitaker twice. He fought yeah. uh, Marvin Vettori, Paul Costa, who everybody said was going to march him down. Uh, he he's fighting fucking Jared Cannonier now. Uh, he's he fought um I, Sean Strickland, yeah, yeah Yoel, Sean Strickland, and then he yeah. went up and fought fucking Jan. Yeah. So it's like he's at least testing the waters to me uh so i i award him more uh for that but it, it it's whatever it is um but like what i will say is every like so michael Chandler called out the winner of the fight and then and he's what he said was right like everybody in the world would pay to watch him fight oliveira again because it was a good fight everybody on the world would pay to watch him fight gage again in a 5 round war that would be oh fun. yeah and he also did call out. Yeah, he also called out Conor McGregor. That would also be a good, like, a fun fight to to watch, uh, mm-hmm. just because you know them two motherfuckers is just gonna swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, me and my, as soon as the fights were over, I was like, what would I like to see as far as just that division? And honestly, what I would like to see is I would like to see Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev for the title, right? Mm -hmm. and move that on i don't really care who Benil dariush fights honestly uh it sucks that he like well what's gonna happen is islam is fighting banil dariush uh islam's team is trying to push him to not fight banil but what dan is saying is is like look bro these other guys like justin dustin blah 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 they're all fighting each other Mm -hmm. and your last fight was impressive but it was bobby green so yeah there's (laughs) levels to this shit bro and yeah. yeah, you did beat Dan Hooker, but again, Dan Hooker, his last five fights has looked like ass. So until you beat one of these top five guys like that, fuck out of here. So Dan is saying he needs to fight Benil Dariush, and I'm fine with that. If they want to give Charles Oliveira a little break because he's been so active, I'm fine with that too. I mm-hmm. want Justin versus Dustin. Mm-hmm. Run that back. Give me Chandler versus Connor. Okay. And I like then, that. Yeah. yeah, and then other than that, I honestly, I didn't really give a fuck. Like, but yeah. So, Dariush versus Islam, um, D- Dustin versus Justin, Connor mm. versus uh, Connor versus Chandler, and uh, let me check real quick so I can see who else is in that fucking division because I know that division does have some dogs. Uh, let's see, lightweight. Oh shit. Um. I mean, you can throw Rafael Dos Anjos against somebody. Rafael, uh, yeah, him and uh, Fazeev are supposed to fight. and You can yeah. always throw Dan Hooker in. So, yeah, the rest of that division I don't really care about. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would definitely make those matchups probably for the fall. Um, mm-hmm. The fall, maybe Islam and Benil late summer mm-hmm. and and go from there
1: yeah I think that'd be that'd be pretty nice honestly i I just want to see Connor fight again because it's you know by that time it's what he would have been off for a year. yeah about a year.
0: He's from what he said the last big interview he had it was an event in Dublin. He said that he was going to be cleared to start training uh, end of April early May. here it is early May and he still hasn't been cleared. Uh, Dana said in his press conference that he was like, Look, guys, I know everybody's intrigued on when Connor's going to fight because, again, those Connor fights are just different. And it is what it is. Regardless if I think Connor is that guy anymore or whatnot, his fights just bring a different aura around. Yeah. It's like Tyson fights, especially at the end. Like, I remember watching Tyson fight Lennox Lewis, and there was nothing in me that thought that Tyson was going to beat Linux, but it was just the aura around it. Yeah. Um, that's what Connor brings. But Dana said, "Don't ask me this shit again until Connor's actually cleared. He hasn't even started training yet. Connor's like 215 pounds right now, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like homie's juice. He's, he's always on IG live smoking weed, yeah. Breh, let, let let that man rest.
1: He's not giving a fuck.
0: Yeah. I don't. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know if I love this game or I hate. And everybody's calling him out. Every yeah. single lightweight, featherweight, welterweight for that matter, they're calling him out and." Like Dustin, Dustin took to Twitter last night and has started talking, ran like reckless towards Connor. Because again, yeah. if you if you ask Dustin, who does he want to fight, Connor or Justin? I think he's going to pick Connor just for the simple fact of it's a big bag and it's probably an easier fight.
1: Yeah. So, we'll see. We yeah. See. yeah. But man, I wonder. I just was looking up. Past fights, I can't wait for my boy Tui Voss to fight again, bro. Yeah,
0: bro, he's fighting um uh surreal gun in when, July.
1: Did I they believe. schedule it already?
0: Uh, it got announced. I believe Ariel Hawani broke the news on one of his either Monday or Wednesday shows. Um, it should be uh them two should be fighting. I think it did. Gosh darn it, I'm pretty sure I seen it somewhere.
1: 277. Will it be 277?
0: Nah, bro, we just finished 274. Well,
1: 276 isn't until July. Yeah, and I think it's... uh, Yeah, it would be. Shoot, hold on. It would be two... Yeah. It should be... It should be... uh, Would it be a fight night? I would
0: not waste that fight on a fight night because of... I don't know, though. Yeah. Oh, so so four days ago, uh, it said they're finalizing a heavyweight bout between them for September 3rd. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So around that September 3rd is when potentially Dana kind of cleared up a lot of air. Potentially they're looking at uh, Stipe and John Jones. Uh, they're looking for that fight. And a couple other bangers that haven't fully been announced. Uh, yeah. They asked him about Nate versus Hamza. He said it was just a placeholder. He would make that fight, but obviously Nate would have to agree. And if I'm yeah. Nate, no way in hell. No, hell no. Ain't no way. my <laughs> boy, Ain't not. no way. I'm yeah. not taking that because Nate Nate's fan base is so big, and I am one of them Nate Diaz fans, but Hamzat is just too big, too strong, too powerful, and it would look a lot like Leon Edwards versus Nate, except Nate wouldn't get that punch at the end, and yeah. it probably wouldn't last that long. He would probably yeah.
1: run straight through Nate. Yep, yeah. and that I mean, that's why I think that Nate should just fight uh, Doll again. Do it for the BMF title again. You guys created that thing. The only reason why the fight didn't continue is because why? Doctor stopped it,
0: yeah. Um, well, and I, I told you that they are so Gilbert called out, uh, Masvidal on Twitter. Mm-hmm. All these fucking Twitter call outs, too, is nothing but Masvidal yeah. responded and said, Bet, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably next because that's a fun fight, yeah, <coughs> it's a real fun fight. So I think they'll probably make that. Uh, it before. Since it's Nate's last fight on his contract, I honest, I wholeheartedly think that what the USC and Sean Shelby and Dana White are doing is they are waiting for Connor to get cleared and they are trying to run that trilogy back because they know that no matter who Connor fights, he's going to break records. Is he's gonna do a Connor McGregor style thing. Yeah. But Connor versus Nate is going to just shatter the mold. And if oh, I'm yeah. if I'm any current champion right now i'm going to them and saying i don't want to fight again until you make that fight because as a champ you get pay-per-view points and i don't give a fuck if i'm not the co-main event or i'm third three fights down i still get pay-per-view points and connor is going to sell like you get pay-per-view points and i think gate points bro Mm -hmm.
1: you got me fucked up if i'm gonna pass that opportunity up Man, and something like that, they could make that at a really. They could, they could do that at the Garden. Man, you know, fuck oh doing that of Vegas. Yeah, they could do that at the Garden, bro. That would be, that would be the way to do it. It's just, uh, like you said, man. I really, if I were Kamaru, if they get something in the works by the summer, make that happen in like January. For Nate, that's perfect. You're recovering from hand surgery, like. You're not going to start training again until like the fall probably. So that'd be a perfect fight for you to come back on. Imagine that card. If, if Usman defended it again, you got Connor Nate. You could make, a, I don't know, a, a women's title fight. You can make four title fights on that card. To be honest, that, they could put the, they could put the um, Juliana
0: Pena-Amanda Nunez rematch on that too.
1: Yeah, because they're going through uh, the ultimate, ultimate fighter forward. right yep. now. They haven't been scheduled for their uh, their rematch. Well, the the rematch hasn't been scheduled yet. Well, so. right, and again, usually at the end of the
0: years, whenever the UFC puts on those massive cards, I think mm-hmm. Kamara will probably be ready to fight by then. I think he's mm-hmm. fighting Leon. So, what I would do yeah. again around the fall or the winter, I think Connor would be good to go. Uh, close to the end of the year, I yeah. would just do it then. I would be like, "All right, Nate, you can. This is your go home fight." you're about to get a big bag fighting connor uh that way you don't have to worry about like your brother and coming back and fighting again and and looking terrible well not really terrible but just being a shell of yourself and then uh and then it'll just be a a huge card like you did like they had whenever they went to jacksonville when the first time fans came back where uh kamara knocked the entire sweat off of masvidal and that was the thug rose and way lee fight and then there was a yeah. nuttle title fight i believe i just don't remember right off the top of my head who it was i think I, it might have been Valentina. Yeah, yeah it might have been valentina and and i do know uh that was that the same yeah that was the same card that fucking uh i'm pretty sure that was the same card that chandler and gaethje was on yep. because uh trevor whitman had three people fighting so yeah that it was Ooh. that's what opened up the card and it was Cycle. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, and crazy I, card. Cl- closer to the end of the year. Really, summer and then close to the end of the year is
1: whenever UFC usually puts on those super cards. Yep. I hope they do. I hope they find one out in August. I think August would be a perfect time to kind of like close out the summer because, yeah, the is Iz- the Izzy one is big. I just think they need to uh, have another one like in August. Oh, yeah, usually, usually they put on
0: one a month. They've they've yeah. gotten a lot better because there for a while they were throwing they were throwing on pay per views like two or three pay per views a month and it got yeah. to the point like you you raise the price on people up to seventy dollars or eighty dollars now and motherfuckers don't want to buy it so yep. they've done a good job of being like all right man we're going to make the cards longer have more early prelims and whatnot yep. and then uh, like one a month so there's this, there was this one in May uh, the next one I believe is in June and mm. then. That one Izzy's uh, with uh, Max and Volkanovski and then that and uh, yeah that one's in July so I'm sure yeah. there'll be one in August I just don't know if it'll be the end the beginning or the end
1: yeah it'll probably be mid August but I mean who who's defending the title I mean I think you can honestly an August card put a bunch of fucking dogs on there put a bunch of dudes that come in and scrap you don't even need a title fight just have like a you know, have it like a fight night style, but make it an event, an entertaining one. You know, but yeah, I ain't a matchmaker, so we'll we'll see.
0: Dana White, or if it's somebody listening that knows Dana White, holler at your boy. For real, I'm ready. God damn it! So, <laughs> I, have, I mean, obviously, we we skipped Gym Town Chronicles last week. Yeah. You got any any stories from the gym this week?
1: Man, I, I was on vacation all this week, so I was thoroughly lacking on the Gym time Chronicles. Um, I did go play basketball on Wednesday and filled in for one of our softball teammates on Thursday for the Jackie Cooper League. So I've been doing some mild, very mild hooping, and I just... It, it, it sucks man it sucks uh feeling sore and old like your knees hurt when you wake up I've never had that much god damn what's going on with me I had that realization uh Friday before our softball games I was like man back-to-back days playing basketball like you know I should be a good like shape well not shape necessarily but just you know in a good headspace, and my body's used to being, you know, Actual. doing those, yeah, moving, doing those sorts of things. And I remember I, I got up, because I went got my hair cut on Friday, and I was on the couch, and I got up to get ready to go, and I, I walked down those stairs, and I was like, my fucking God, <laughs> my knees hurt. I was like, what the hell is going on with me, man? This, this shit's crazy. So, I mean, but, and we played a, a team that was very—I I was going to.
0: Oh, you talking about basketball?
1: Yeah, I uh, was very yeah. uncoordinated, and uh, we—it was a hundred to thirty-eight. So, man, I, call the dogs I, off. I didn't. I didn't put them <laughs> on. I didn't want to do nothing. Like we only had six people, but you know, there was some really skilled guys that were on the team that I filled in for. They were just you know short some people. And, yeah, they – at one point, it, it got so embarrassing. Once we hit, like, 78, I was like, it's possible because there was, like, five minutes left. And then at that point, it wasn't me calling for us to get to 100. Everybody else was like, let's get to 100. So, <laughs> I was just passing the ball. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't even want to do it. Um, definitely felt bad for that other team because it, uh, it was not uh, something that I – like to be a part of, because we've had it happen to us, so but, you know, you just gotta be humble with it just tell them good game, even though it wasn't a good game. I <laughs> know you blasted the hell out of them, Paul. Bro, I, I, I didn't skip, on the,
0: skip out on the gym, nothing really happened though, like, I mean, I went in and my fucking AirPods died and I had to listen to people. I was just like, "This is awkward." But I, I did the swag thing. I kept my my AirPods in so people wouldn't mess with me, and That's it worked. Right? I told um, you,
1: even if they die, keep them in. Don't
0: say a word. But uh, I've I've also started doing um hit hit workouts, the high interval whatever mm-hmm. shit uh, while I'm at home. So I'll go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday uh, if we don't have a tournament on Saturday, and then Tuesday mm-hmm. and Thursdays I'll do the hit workouts. Uh, 30, 45 minutes of that and try to burn through some calories and stuff keep me in a calorie uh caloric deficit i've lost 10 pounds in like two or three months so that's good just got to keep it
1: yeah keep after it consistent yeah
0: it's just it's just hard because man summertime where i like to cook out and eat and shit but it is what it is uh the only only like rant or tangent i i want to go on is oklahoma softball i'm sick and tired of this shit i won't lie not not of the the game as a whole but Bro, we're on a lower league, and there's rules and stuff. And, and there's always this shit of, like, like you guys have to have a certain amount of D people or, like, what, three D players, two D elite players, and that's it. And if you're caught cheating, you'll get uh, kicked out, right? hmm And we go out there on fucking Friday, and we're playing the number one team who had beaten us earlier in the league week one. And we had been rolling. We've been rolling the last few weeks. Everybody's been hitting – We've been, we've been shutting shit down and we get out there and we play a team full of C players. And it's, to me, it's just like, I get it. Like y'all aren't all going to always be there and you have to have some feelings and shit, but a C team, like C players and shit. And then, and then you play C players and y'all are smashing us an E team. And then y'all are slide. Y'all are blowing up middle and then y'all are sliding into second even, the, like, bro, come the fuck on. Stop being douchey. So, that's my rant. That I, is my rant.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I think the energy was off, too. I think we... I don't know. Something about that game. Like, nobody looked familiar. Like, the, you know, there was people missing. or on vacation from that other team that we had known about. And, yeah, that was a little disheartening. And we 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 got folded and i mean at one point you know after the the bleeding finally stopped in the first inning i think i said hey we've done this before like we've come back from a big deficit like this because i think it was only 14 to nothing after the first i was like hey man we we were down 11 to one like we could do this shit and then they put up six more and we put up four i was like yeah let's just uh let's just get the hell out of here while we have a chance (laughs) And then we came back and we did what we did in the second game. You know, it was a close game again. But I always enjoy more competitive games like that. Um, But it was still – yeah, it was – we haven't been treated that bad since maybe that one tournament where we lost 20 to nothing or whenever we went to the Hall of Fame and it was 30. Yeah, and –
0: and, again, I'm fine with it. I just don't like the disparity of – if it was, like, one or two C players, I wouldn't even mind. But the fact that, that it was, like, five or six – and, again, we have people that are DD elite that we could ask to come play and stuff, but they haven't been coming and playing because we told them, like, oh, we don't want to get kicked out of this league. Like, that's my biggest issue is, like, every time we get into a league – like we'll play E or D team, teams, and that's fine because like it's competitive and whatnot. But then there's always those those guys to to sneak in, and mm-hmm. it's just like like god damn. And I I, I do kind of get it because I know upper team or lower yeah upper teams yeah C, C teams they don't have any leagues out there just yet out in mm-hmm. Midwest City, mm-hmm. but bro like you're playing E teams and why are you coming out and playing that hard? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they had they had one guy on their team that was E legit red like registered E, and he's played with us before, which was junior,
1: and that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh... yeah, after that point, yeah, it was just a, all right. Let's take this ass whooping. There's really nothing that we could do. So, bye bye. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it was. I, mean, I went Facts. to the parking lot. I went to the parking lot, and you know, was like, all right, I just need to reset. <laughs> Yeah, but
0: uh, hey man, you you got anything to leave the people with on this fine Mother's Day? That's gonna be like ninety three degrees and windy,
1: oh, dude. I I don't want to go outside. I'm scared. Uh, we haven't we haven't experienced this heat in a long long time, and I don't want it. I don't want no part of it. May hit us like a kick in the nuts. We had we had some tornado weather to start the day, and now it's no fuck that. We're gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be a hot summer if it stays like this.
0: Hell yeah! And uh, shouts out to Seminole, uh, y'all got hit with like it felt like like eight different tornadoes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, gosh. Oh yeah. That's that's what we need to shout out. Shout out David Payne for always bringing the excitement. For a nah, <laughs> hell no, I don't know about that one
0: because homie is either he's so hit or fucking miss. Homie will like he's entertaining. I'll give you that, but like he yeah. be irritating the fuck out of me because he will follow one damn storm. And be like, hey yes, blah, 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 And he's like, like then he'll look back or Lacey Swope will chime in and be like, Yeah, you know, we have these big storms, powerful storms that are moving into moving its way to the metro, uh, coming from Texas. And then he'll be like, Oh yeah, and then not care. And I'm like yeah. and then wait until the storm is fucking here, to then be like, Oh yeah, oh, if you live in Oklahoma County, you need to start thinking about your safe space. And like, bro, you should motherfucking. Nobody care about OKima, bro. That shit is fucking Tulsa's uh territory.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why are you covering them? I will say though, I do I do like and I respect the uh the the vortices and the screaming eagles and the cinnamon swirls. The cinnamon swirls. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than using that kind of terminology in the midst of tornadic activity. I'll say yeah. that. So yeah he's he's very
0: you could tell he loves his job, which is awesome to see. Um, to me personally, there's just points in time where I'm like, "Hey, bro, I'm trying to worry about my life a little bit." Yeah. Uh, I get you're excited, chill out just a bit, get off the, get off the coffee, stop drinking, just straight coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe go hit the blunt and chill out for a second, and then come back. But
1: I like when um, he throws on his glasses and he says, "Wow." Yeah, you guys yeah. see that.
0: And it, it's 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 a complete contrast to Gary England because Gary England was about that, that that business. He he would come in, homie would have his coffee, he would drink it, sit down, or uh, take his stuff off, and then be like, "All right, get the fuck out of the way," and be like, "Hey, well," and then just cover shit like it was like he was a, a professor in college, and he was just letting you know what's
1: happening and, and yeah. stuff.
0: Now now it's it's completely different, but I
1: do it's- I do enjoy some good pain training. Pause. It's like it's like listening to Jr. announce the world. Oh word. God,
0: yes, that's
1: that Okie boy, Cause you know Jr. from Oklahoma. <laughs> you you know how excited we get. <laughs> My goodness, man. No, I ain't got no words though. I'm just, I just, I just hope that we don't experience anything crazy again going forward. Back. Just hot. Just make it. Just make the weather hot. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm similar.
0: But all right, man. If you ain't got nothing else, we will be back. I know there's a fight night card um, next weekend, mm-hmm. and we also will have more like playoff games. I'm sure the series that are going on right now will be more definitive or maybe over, and we can do like a preview of the next round games. But I mean, other than that, uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. Leave us a like. Share us to your friends. Uh, Help us grow this motherfucking podcast, baby. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you don't want. And just stay up and stay blessed. But yeah, this is another episode of We Just Talking. We out. Peace.